0: So the FJ Cruiser, all metal body, matchbox. not Matchbox car, no, no matchbox. longer available. Yeah. Well, right. It's now plastic. Are you recording already? Yeah. Wow. Hey, we're getting we're getting deep on... People know we talk like nerds even uh, who are not recording. Well, no, because I had a bunch of uh, Hot Wheels and Matchbox cars sitting out. I think I have a bunch of good ones that are good to to modify because yeah. they there're just extras. Get my headphones on here I'm a little behind. I have like a million Oh, there we go. <laughs> a million dots in 620s. Right. Like just a crazy amount of them. Do you have blue ones? I have one blue one you gave me. I have another blue one, but I don't rem- I don't remember getting it at Walmart between 20 and 30 bucks a Unless piece. you gave me it's not from Walmart. Uh uh a Kmart? A Kmart exclusive, yeah. I, I mean, I got uh it is a blue one, but I don't know if it was from Kmart. I don't know how I got it. It was in the bottom of a box of stuff. I probably gave it to you. I got a bunch of them. It was a while ago. So just judging from the the layer of the way it was stored, it was an older one. <laughs> like I went through because I had a bunch of It was of like kinda, two years ago it came out. so. You know, yeah, because I had a bunch of them that were kind of stored weird. So I, I put them, I laid them all flat in a box. To try not to ruin the cards if they were worth anything? I have, um, like, the like the Staples paper boxes. Yeah. Like, the boxes the paper comes in. Yeah. I have, like, five of those full of Hot Wheels cars. It's <laughs> ridiculous. The problem is they're so damn cheap. Yeah, until you have five Staples boxes full of I them. Mean, you realize each box probably has 300 cars in it. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I don't know. Sell some that are worth something. Yeah, whatever. So, did you... We shared that on the question post. We shared a question post a few places, yeah. Yes. We've got uh, a few things to catch up on, I think, before we get there, but we will. I'm just looking for it. Yeah, and you started doing... this podcast, but we're doing a little housekeeping up, at the same up time my area here. I haven't even logged into my email or opened up the show notes. So we are actually that show note is incorrect. We'll talk you through the um... this is how we do it. <laughs> yeah, we click on buttons on our computers. Yeah. <laughs> Wow, we're already up to episode 79, and welcome to Auto Off Topic. Hello, Andrew. Hi, Brad. How are you tonight? Good. Uh, more fall weather talk? A uh, real good fall weather talk. Because we're, uh, and not even exaggerating, the last three weeks, we've mentioned Nor'easters. They're literally a Nor'easter each week. We've had three Nor'easters in the past ten days. Yes. Which is ridiculous. And they talked another one for Wednesday, so... I hope it's on Wednesday. This for is reasons, that's what they're saying. Is Wednesday? Yeah, yeah. You don't want to get stuck here, that's for sure. Mm-mm. Yeah, we'll uh, we'll talk about that when uh, I come back. But uh, yeah, so third and for ten days. The first trip or the second trip? The have we got to record in between your trips. Uh, yeah, one I, episode. Or, yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, definitely, or a couple. We'll have a couple. You have two car-related trips coming up. We'll just tease it with. Yes. So from there. Uh, oh, corrections. Uh, our uh, best guest, our most appeared guest, uh, Jordan corrected Jordan, us. Yeah. Uh, Vermont is Class 4 roads, which are primitive roads, and New Hampshire is Class 6. Uh, Eric Carhalis, also a guest, also corrected us on that. I just forgot to say anything about it. Okay. All right. Good. Yes. He, so, w- he, he sent us the correction and then just LOL afterwards. They're keeping us honest. God damn it. Um. But the thing is, like, you can't really find those roads. Like, people won't really post about them on the internet. So you got to do your own research and find them. You just got to. Uh, and like, Adelorm, Delorm, Delorm Del- Del- Delorms, Delorms, Atlas is your friend. And you just basically—that's half the fun of it—is looking for the roads yourself, just going out and exploring. Like, that's the the most annoying thing I get, or one of the most thing. One of the things I get annoyed most with is when. There'll be like a local, you know, quote-unquote overlanding group. And people are like, where are some roads to go mudding? And you're like, well, why don't you do some work, lazy bastard? Yeah, or not be a douche on like private land or even public roads and ruin them and get them closed. So that's why people don't advertise where these roads are. As per the norm, Andrew, I'm having a very hard time opening my email up in your basement here. Yeah, I do the network slow down here for... It used to be fine, and now I can never make it work, and my computer to, sits here doing nothing the whole time we sit here. I'll have to reset that router. So that is, I mean, that was as far as our notes went. Um, if you can pull up... I can't pull up anything. My computer's completely crashed. Should we go to um, the book faces first, then? You can do whatever you want, because I am sitting here with nothing on my computer. Oh, all right. I'm very frustrated right now already. It's not good. Uh, well, I'll go to Instagram. Yeah. We're not ready for this now because I think we should pause it and reset the router and drag in. Cause it's kind of important. We have questions on every single like format here and I want to get through them and I can't even open my Google page up.
1: So. All right. Let's pause yeah, it pause real quick and
0: we'll fix our internet. Was they recording the whole time. Nope. Yep, there we go. Okay. So we're back. We're back. All right. I have a computer that shows me the questions. What's happening now is now. Yes. It's, it's very much now. Normally, when my computer doesn't work down here, I'm like, "Whatever, it's not a big deal." But this is a question episode, so everything is on the computer. Because we're deep in the bunker of off-topic, yeah, I guess so. Uh, it's buried by snow. Uh, that could be it. Eh, could be could be could be the internet is being ruined by the combination of snow cover and radon from the garage. Yeah. Uh, all right, we'll go right to Facebook. We'll get right to these questions because we have a bunch. We do. Thanks for, so first of all, thank you for uh, asking these questions. Bailing uh, us out of an episode we have to talk about because it's winter time. E- well, it's also giving you a better uh, episode to listen to. Oh, that's right, too. That's what it's all about. Because we are uh, in the midst of, we're between Project Cars, between seasons, between events. Um, just trying to get through, it's like a couple more weeks. Yeah. And it will be, the roads will be clear again, like in a week and a half. I'll technically be putting on putting on my summers, yeah. Because April first is usually the, the. And I think we have a uh, couple of episode topics to discuss to kind of get us through the rest of the weeks here. So yes, we'll uh, look forward look forward to those people like it, the uh, um, specific topic that we'll delve into a little deeper at each episode. Yep. Uh, all right, so we'll get right to Facebook questions. Steve Boutin, uh this is. an... Uh, he's referencing our snowstorms. Are you over this shit or what? Uh, yes, we are. Yep, 100%. Uh, we are ready for spring. As Like I said, I'm ready to put my summers on and uh, move on here. So his next question, what is the first car-related thing I you plan to winter. do once it is warmed up? Oh, there you go. I'm going to put on my winter tires. I will miss wearing my winter boots, though, because they're really comfortable. we Will get more comfortable shoes? I don't know. Whatever. <laughs> you can wear boots in the summertime. They just don't have insulation. Well... I know I can, but, uh, first car thing I plan to do is just go for a drive. Yeah. Uh, I got to sneak a, sneak the blue Colt out once this winter, uh, when there was no major, um, salt on the roads, but I just want to go for a drive. There was a week there where you thought we were in the clear. Yeah, we did. Nothing. We mentioned it on air. actually, And we were going to cruise through March, but nope. It is uh, staying like a lion. All of a sudden there was a wall. Yeah. Uh, Justin Hughes, what ever stops snowing? Well, eventually it will, Justin. Yes. Uh, Keep the faith, Justin. Yep. Keep the faith. Uh, Jordan Mellum. I, I think he's talking about he's me. He's 100% talking about me. <laughs> when are you going to take that garage queen out to the trails? That's obviously in reference to the 99 Montero. Well, it doesn't live in a garage. It does live outside. It is a garage queen, though. It's next to the garage. I did drive it to the Riley Sprint. It wasn't trails. It doesn't count. It was off-road. No, he's not calling mine a garage queen because mine's just been broken in the yard all the time. <laughs> it's a little different. It hasn't been, it hasn't been not driven for preservation factor. It's been not driven for not being able to drive factor. That's but, true. But it is it is running again. Anyway, we talked about before. Just needs to finish the brakes. Um, all right. Next one, Jason Hamill. Uh, could you touch on Joshua Mead's post, Joshua, who was a. One of our first guests, one of our first guests, also the owner of Adventure Driven Design. Yep. Uh, he had a post on the ADD page about uh, April first announcement of the new CEO, who is new CEO uh, of, Mitsubishi? of Mitsubishi. Is that uh, Not the guy who came from Nissan. Is there another one? Am I no, the Nissan car? is the uh, Gozen. Yeah, was the guy that, well, how are you that he runs. Yeah, he, no, he runs Nissan. They've appointed a guy to run Mitsubishi. Okay, so he's not running Nissan and Mitsubishi. No. Okay. Uh it's Fred Diaz. Oh, yeah, the guy who came from Ram, right? Yes. Okay. He's a truck guy. So I guess there is this CarBuzz article that's kind of like it's not really an article, it's more like an opinion post. Yeah, it's very rumorville. It is very rumor mill and saying that no, this guy's like into trucks and he could like make a new Montero and maybe I Maybe. Yeah, well, one guy maybe. being into trucks does not, a company, make a truck. The, yeah, the problem is, I mean, maybe if they made it smaller, it also has to meet fuel economy standards. That's really the big problem. And it also has to make money. Yes. It has to it's got to be a money-making vehicle. And if, if they don't think they can make money on a full-frame truck, they're not going to make it. So no, if, we lose. If Ford can bring, of course, Ford has a lot more money to spend on something like the Bronco. Uh, if I don't think bring, they have more money to spend on something. I mean, Mitsubishi is a pretty deep-pocketed company but they have more uh, there's more resiliency there to try a new model they have they have more market i think yes than that mitsubishi does and they have more people that will buy it regardless of how good it is because it's a ford people people who are you know what's all buy it but Fords. will buy it even if it's garbage what's the nissan is what is the one that uh used to be it's like the X-Terra in other countries. The Navara. Navara. Yeah. That would be nice if they brought that here. Maybe it would sell. I don't know. I don't think you'll see that unless Nissan no. brings it here as their own version first. Yeah. I, ironically, uh, everybody likes SUVs. And the ironic thing is that I once you ride in a body-on-frame SUV, it rides so much better than a car-based SUV. Oh, yeah. 100%. But that's just the nature of a body-on-frame vehicle. But... They don't get the right fuel mileage, and basically every car now is, we just took our sedan and threw tall springs in it it's and the called whole, it a crossover. Well, it's the whole world platform thing car, car manufacturers have in order to save costs. So what Mitsubishi made an Outlander based on a Galant, it was because we already had the Galant. All you do is make it taller now. Endeavor. Whatever it was. Lancer-based was the Outlander. Sport. Outlander. And Outlander Sport. Oh, okay. Whatever. Yeah. They're all Lancer-based. Um... From the 07. So they, they were all... So, so how much I care about platform. Outlanders and Endeavors. <laughs> well, that's the problem. Everything's a SUV now. Everything's a cross... It's not even an SUV. Everything's a crossover now. Yeah, so that new Mitsubishi crossover, the Eclipse Cross, is also a Lancer? I think it's a ground-up new vehicle-ish. Yeah, I, don't know. I don't know. I didn't pay much attention to it. It's new. Nope. It's not really that interesting. It just looks like uh, a redesign on Outlander Sport, to be honest with you. I mean, more power to them. If everybody's selling crossovers, I guess that's the way to go. you got to go with the market, and you got to make money. Yep. That's the bottom line. You need line. to make money with your bread-and-butter cars in order to make fun cars. So I encourage them to sell as many as they want. I don't care that they called it the Eclipse. Everybody's all bent out of shape. Oh, it's an Eclipse. It's an SUV. It's not an Eclipse. You know what? You can call the new version of something, whatever you want. It doesn't take away from the old version. Yeah, you know what? So. It's just like uh, it's like Subaru, Toyota. They build a bunch of boring cars yep. so they can sell a few fun cars like a wrx or a brz or the gt86 like it takes they've got to spread out those costs over all those just camrys that are on the road all those base legacies are on the road so they can make a couple fun cars so hopefully they get to that place um you know it's just like mazda doesn't make all their money on miatas or uh, sorry mx5s are they called now? MX5. Yeah, they, they definitely. Road-thrues? do not, Yeah, they do not make all their money on that. They make all their money on like CX5, CX3, yeah. CX9, cx 7s Exactly. So if it Mazda threes, and uh, I know like it's kind of like we got complacent with this. Everybody was like, "Well, if that's what it takes to keep them in business, just keep making crossovers." But that's what people are buying. So I don't know what else to like. What else to tell you? Like when you're in a parking lot now and you look around, it's all crossovers. It's all crossovers, yeah. but. If you went back 30 years, it'd all be four door stance. Yeah. So what's the difference? It's the boring cars keep and there are car companies afloat. There are little standouts in the world of crossovers too, like you and your wife bought the Subaru Crosstrek. Crosstrek's a very—I mean, we bought one, so I'm a little yeah. biased. But having a six-speed manual and it's more car. Like, but it's exactly the same as all the other crossovers, it's just a jacked up version of the sedan, yes. So, but it's uh, it's more of a wagon, like a keep telling yourself that listen, it's a hatchback. A Honda or the Toyota. What's the CHR and the what there's like a Toyota version? I get, I get confused because the Toyota version sounds like it should be the Honda, so yeah. like it's, I think it's a, okay. a Toyota CHR, okay. But those hatchbacks Honda, cut down H- Honda's HRV, yeah, okay, and the Toyota is a CHR. So those the hatchbacks cut down, so how is it even useful as a vehicle to carry cargo? Like just have a trunk. At least with the cross it's like a tip it's more of a tip of the wagon. But anyways, I digress. It my my point is that like boring cars always existed. Yeah. And they support the fun cars that manufacturers get to make. And boring cars now are at least good cars. Exactly. I mean let's go back to like nineteen eighty five. If you bought a four door Chevy Malibu yeah, The rear windows didn't even go down. Yeah. so <laughs> They were pretty terrible cars. And that, that's the thing. If you want them to keep making fun cars, you need to go buy them when they're new, unfortunately. Yes. It's cool to buy them when they're 10 years old and super cheap, and then you're like, why don't these exist anymore? But it's because nobody bought them when they're new. So. so this is my theory. Um, I don't really care. I will just continue to buy my 20, 30, 40-year-old cars and enjoy them. And someday, I won't be buying 20, 30, 40-year-old cars. I'll be buying 50, 60, 70-year-old cars, and I'll still be happy. So I All will right. not I will not be the guy Too to support the new car market. So Yeah. That's just my... But that's how things continue to get made. So. No, I understand. You need people to buy new cars. Why is wanted. Evo dead? Because nobody bought it. Yeah. <laughs> it's as simple as that. I feel like they did buy it. They just didn't i don't know we've discussed this before it was a it was the right car wrong economy yeah that's for sure 2008 killed a lot of cars anyways next question dan white uh he says how about some tsd rally info what are the different types strategies best events well strategies are um we're not very good at it yeah don't ask us for advice on ds the best thing is to i've been told and we've gotten pretty good at it, is to stay on course, your first one. <laughs> you see, that's, that's a general rule of most racing events. <laughs> well, it's because TSCs are easy to get lost, right? You're reading yeah, directions. Half, Well, half the thing is not getting lost. Yeah. So if you can at least not get lost, and then if you're good at math, you can figure that out, and we just haven't been able to figure that out because we're just not terrible at math, well, and we have, have lead foots. Yeah, we're terrible at math, and we enjoy driving. Yeah. So you end up just driving too fast, and you're maxing the things anyways, because it's it, like golf. You're trying to score... Yeah, closest to zero, yeah. So closest to the time, exact, not over, not under, yeah. And the problem is, is that we will drive too fast, and they'll be like, "All right, that was fun. How much extra time do we think we have to knock off of our time?" Because they allow you to take time allowances. Um, we don't really know how to factor those because we're not very good at math. So, as I've proven many a time on this podcast, when a simple math equation mm-hmm. has come up and I haven't been able to do it, I am not good at math. Frost Heaves is coming up, though, if you're in... That's March 25th, I think. Okay. So that is an awesome TSD. Yeah, so it it's, it's, it's a good it's beginner ju- event, too. It is a very beginner-friendly event. It's typically 24th is a Saturday. It's usually... It's, it's a Sunday. It's a Sunday this year? Okay, some some years it's a Saturday. But it's all day during daylight, and it's should be around the mid-New Hampshire area. And they're usually around a, a single day TSD will be around 150 miles. Generally, I lied. It's 24th. It's okay. Saturday. It is a Saturday. Okay. Um, it's if you're in New England, it's probably one of the best ones. Uh, yeah, it he, starts rate and hooks it at the visitor center. Okay, three. All right, so th- that's where it started there yeah. uh, a couple years ago, um, and then that was the one where uh, immediately. During the Odo check, I directed Jordan to take a wrong turn. So <laughs> the first instruction, we were off course. <laughs> um, anyway, it's yeah, a fun one. We're not the right people to ask for advice. We, we're we terrible at it, and we still enjoy it, if that means anything to you. So we have a good time sucking at it. I've probably done 10 or 15, and I'm still bad at it. I've done equally as many, and I don't think we ever finished beyond last. No, there, there's definitely been times... I finished like dead middle, <laughs> high middle. Yeah, <laughs> or low middle. I think there was Maybe. that one time we got enough people to make our own class, so then we finished well. <laughs> oh, that's right too. We did the dirt part of the uh, Dirty Impreza forums back in the day. Yeah, we we did we no. had a Dirty Impreza class and we finished well in the Dirty Impreza class. <laughs> yes, well, because the, it was against a bunch of other make dummies like us. <laughs> yes, we. I have a trophy from that day. Actually, yeah, we won trophies for. Yeah. That that's good. that's embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> but there's not really different. Well, there's a couple different types. There's a true TSD. Then there's like a gimmick rally. There's gimmick rallies too. You know? uh, we are, have done both. The gimmick rally is the was a GTA. So it's Grand Tour Adventure Something in like that. Connecticut. That's hurdles. gonna be yeah. No, there's one, there's one in Connecticut. There's one down on the South Shore, like down the Cape. Uh, but the one I wanted to do is on August fourth. That's in Connecticut. That's your birthday. Yes. Look, we'll be knowing that. Pretty oh, good. Okay. All right. I we shared it with everyone. Well, whatever. <laughs> I'm pretty sure anybody looks you up on Facebook until your birthday. It's that's It's probably true. on there. Okay. Um, so that would be, that's a fun one we're going to do. So that's a, a gimmick rally is yep. like there's tricks and like traps in it and stuff. And there's other kinds of rallies, which are just for fun. Yeah. And then there's other ones that are like a poker run, which I've done a few. Yeah. Like our, our fathers belonged to that, um, antique car, antique car. Do antique, they even do that anymore? The antique car, antique guy club. Yeah. Um, yeah. That uh, they do the, the poke, poker rally, so they get a confusing set of directions, and there are checkpoints where you got to pick up poker cards, and the end, whoever has the best poker hand wins the rally. That sounds enthralling. It was kind of fun just to get out and drive the old cars. is basically what it is. I, it was fun when I was a kid. Yeah. I would still do it now, just because. Yeah. Why know It's something to do in a car. So any, any time you're doing something in the car is more fun than sitting home watching TV, so... I'm down to all of it. Uh all right. That's cool. Uh next question. So we've got two from Jeremy Nutt, also a former guest. Uh with his uh you should check out his YouTube page for the Ratty Lemons. Ratty Lemons. Le ratty Le Mans, yeah. Sorry. He's putting an LS swap in a very ratty seventy three? 72 74? or 73. It's not a 74. 74 is a different body style. It's a mid-70s Pontiac. Early 70s Pontiac. Uh, 72, yeah. 73. Lamaze. And um, it is definitely what a... What is his channel name? I think it's just Jeremy Nutt. Excellent. It is uh, it is a ratty car. But uh, it's very it's very roadkill-esque. Andrew may make fun of it, Jeremy, but I love it. Yeah. Um, it looks like a rotten lemon, which is what I tried to get him to call it. But to each their own. Uh, So his question is, what is your automotive dream job? Yeah, his his, uh, YouTube name is just Jeremy N. Okay. So if you search Ratty Muscle 72 Pontiac Le Mans, it should come up. We've definitely shared his videos on our page before, too, if you go to our Facebook page. What's your automotive dream job? My automotive dream job is to run a vintage car shop. Okay. That's, I mean... That's what I've wanted to do for a long time. Other than the pie-in-the-sky dream jobs, like I'd love to be a professional rally driver or a professional sports car driver or something like that. Yeah, but, if you're going, like, total dream job, it'd be, like, Top Gear presenter. Yeah, right? well, like, 100%. Um, but, yeah. Uh, attainable dream job. I'd like to just run a vintage car shop. Yeah, that's a good one. Um, light restorations, heavy restorations, buy, sell. Basically what I was doing last year... Um, which we'll hopefully get back into again at some point what I was working with it my, will. my company vine, which will come back. It's just on a temporary cool. hold, temporary life gets in the way hold, but we'll, restructuring. Uh, we yeah, <laughs> slowly rebuilding things and, Actually, uh, if did, you, we, we didn't talk about it, but I actually did another haul this weekend. So past weekend. Yeah. Um, yeah. If you, um, if you meet Brad in a bar, you buy him a beer, he'll tell you the story. How about that? Yeah. <laughs> or not. We'll yeah. talk about cars. We'll see. Uh, life restructuring story is not a fun one. <laughs> uh, it's a long one for sure. Jeremy, now, what's an automotive-related activity? You, you didn't tell me your dream job. I said top gear presenter. That's well, that a dream. was your pie-in-the-sky dream job. Or are you just afraid to tell Jeremy your dream job is not working at his company? <laughs> well, it's not his company. Well, he's <laughs> kind of your boss, right? Yeah, I mean... Right, so your dream job, you already have your dream job, working with Jeremy every day. It, yeah, yeah, it's a pretty good job. <laughs> It what is, what is your audible it is dream job sometimes. that's not, uh, uh, I guess it would be just a if you could somehow get paid for journalism, okay. And I if, mean somehow if, you can maybe if print magazines still existed I don't know. We'll so you see. need my exploration shop to build a time machine so you can go back in time yes and kill much. the internet, yeah and our podcast yeah. subsequently yeah so we'd uh, prevent Al Gore from inventing, inventing the internet, internet. yeah. yeah. Um, so Jeremy asks, what is an automotive related activity that you'll be trying for the first time in 2018? Hmm. I don't know. I'm going to drive across country. Okay. What's happening this year? Period. End of story. I've driven up and down the East coast. Uh, all right. A d- couple dozen times. Okay. I have driven the entire West coast from Seattle to all the way down the West coast into England, uh, Phoenix. This year, I will be driving from coast to coast. All right. Um, I haven't told you this yet, but there is a slight plan in the works for May. Okay. Where I may do it. All right. So, I need to talk to some of our uh, our Arizona friends. All right. That, uh, are, I know our listeners, and we're listening to this about possibly purchasing a vehicle out there in May and uh, road tripping at home. All right. Because... I just want to. And this is the year that I do everything I want to do. Um, I'd, I'd like to go to the MIDI, but we'll see about that. Uh, I am going to Sebring, which is cool, because I've been to a couple... Let's see. I've been to Lime Rock for an IMSA race. Daytona. Daytona. Uh, That's it. <laughs> I, yeah. Ironically, I haven't been to Watkins Glen, which is closer. But we were discussing that when yeah. we were playing Forza yesterday, though you've never been to Watkins Glen for mm-hmm. any event. No. Uh, so should try that in 2018. Um, I am, uh, well teaser. We are doing a, uh, or I am going to a European rally yep. in 2018. So that'll be new. Other than attending an event like that, do you have anything that you're planning on doing for the first time this year? Uh, well, European rally is the first time. I mean, I've been to a bunch so of say, rallies. I think other than attending an event. Like, is there anything Ooh. new? Um, hmm. I mean, I, I welded up a piece of exhaust pipe. Oh, that's right, too. You want so, to weld this year. Yeah, I mean, welding on sliders on my truck would be fun to learn. Yeah, and I want to get better at welding. Yeah. I have a little more experience than you do, but so that'd be a good one. Anything else? No, that's probably my only plan this year that I've solidified in my brain is definitely a cross-country drive. Mm-hmm. So i like to check a few more states off of my list. Cool. All right, Gillette Jake, Ultimate Winter Beaters. Anything, manual transmission, rear-wheel drive, with limited slip and snow tires. Yeah, that's the ultimate. Anything. Doesn't matter what it is. My Starion, my flat-body Starion, one of the most fun winter cars I ever had. With 185 cross-section snow tires and limited slip and a 5-speed. Really, anything that's cheap and you're willing to sacrifice to the salt. Yeah. And rear-wheel drive. Anything. No. Anything can be made Rear wheel drive is so much more fun than snow. Anything can be fun. It can be, but Real drive is so much more fun on this now. All right. So let's see. That's, oh, is there's it? a couple on yours. Okay. Why don't you go to your page? Let me get over there real quick. And then uh, other than the coffee we have, you brought some beers? I did. All right. On my page, I shared the post. And Dan Downey says, mm-hmm. how does Brad prioritize what cars to get running? Or is that on a weekly basis? Um, my brain works in overtime all the time about what I want to do with my cars. Um, Andrew tries to keep me in check. He doesn't always do a wonderful job of it because he starts talking about all my different cars and causes confusion sometimes as well. Because he gets different ideas. Like one day he says let's work in the Colt. One day he says let's work in the Raider. One day he says let's work in the Galant. No, one day he says let's work in the Darien. No, I usually just say pick one. Right, and then you suggest all the other ones. <laughs> All I will say that Jordan's answer to Dan's question here on our page, he answered Dan's question for him, okay. for me. Jordan Melham says, Brad walks into yard, closes eyes, spins in circles, which is not entirely wrong. And then walks out of yard. And does nothing. <laughs> Gets in his truck and drives away. Usually. And then Dan says, also, I'll gladly take the 30 inches of snow. You guys go out up there at the school. Which is the Team O'Neill Rally School where he works. Yeah, they they can have all the snow they want Yeah, uh, because it's super fun to play with their cars in the snow. Yeah, we don't want it here. Because they literally have a playground to play with cars. Like, 100%. So, is that it for your Facebook? I think it is. I think we should go on to Instagram. All right. All right, so reading from our Instagram questions. Yeah, let's have our beers first. Oh, Would open you open the beers? Yeah, you brought... Uh, a new local brew. Old Planters Shanty Stout. Oh, wait, somebody was looking for this. Uh, Old Planters is the brewery, it's a new brewery in Beverly Mass, which is the town next door to Salem. Mm-hmm. Um, Made by townies from Beverly Mass. Yeah. Oh, that's a good sign. Uh, it's distributed by Mercury Brewing? Which is the company that makes Ipswich ales? Mm-hmm. So I think that it's like anything that they make, that they sell, not under the Ipswich ale name. They call Mercury Brewing. So I think it's pretty delicious. It's funky. Oh, you're not a fan? I usually like stouts. It's kind of got a weird aftertaste. It's uh, it's a first release, I think. A shanty stout. Wait, so it's mixed with something? Possibly. I'm confused. No, I'm thinking of a shandy. You're thinking of a shandy. It's a shanty, as in like, like a shanty town, a like full blown shanty town. <laughs> like it's like it's made in the guy's backyard in a shack. <laughs> yeah, it kind of tastes like that. Oh, I'll, actually, I, I liked I'll drink it. it. Uh, I liked it. Fine. Yeah. Well, thanks for bringing it. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> Crap all over your beer that you brought. Drink graciously. <laughs> drink, drink your free beer. And get over it. <laughs> all right. First question on our Instagram page, uh, Escudera. Borkua? Borkua. I think we're getting it right. I don't even know anymore. <laughs> um, what's the next road trip? Well, you were kind of talking about that. I just took a road trip. You did? I did. To uh, pick up a car for a friend of the podcast. And uh, What was it, North Carolina? Yeah, Belmont, North Carolina. Yeah. Um, snuck it in between storms up I and did. down the East Coast. Well, I left, I left on a Friday night, and I was back by Sunday afternoon. Yep. So I just did a quick 1,700-mile round trip. No big deal. No big deal. Uh, okay. to pick up a Montero a Raider, excuse me, for friend of the podcast, well, AJ. for has got a nice, solid base truck, so we went down south to pick one up. Um and we'll talk about the trip maybe the next episode, because it was kind of a kind of a trip when I got there, Sure, but we'll save um, that for later. But you said you were planning on going out west? I'm planning on flying out west and driving home in the car, yeah. And then uh, Getty Overland commented, it said, it's to Denver, so maybe you swing through Denver. That'd be a fun trip. Denver's not really on the way in between. Sure it is. You head north. Maybe. And then east. Maybe. We'll see. I guess there are probably more friends along the northern corridor I could visit on the way back. I think so. I can think of a few from other podcasts as well I could Mm -hmm. stop in with. Yep. Uh, So, Throttle by Cable. What's one automotive event uh, You're most looking forward to this year. <laughs> there we go again. Yeah, so we kind of yeah, kind of covered, covered that. that um, I got Sebring around. coming up. Uh, that'll be fun. Um, there's, We're definitely, unfor- well, we're unfortunately not going to the Radwood at Hoopticon. No. That would be fun if we could, but yeah. sadly, it's all the way on the other side of the coast. Yeah. All the, all the way on the other side of the country. Yeah, the other coast. The other coast. So um, we can't always fly out when we can. We will, but we can't this time. Um, maybe we'll see how it goes. Maybe I'll, we, my wife and I have never been to San Francisco. Maybe we'll go check out the other Radwood that's yeah, in maybe. the San Francisco area. See we'll see time. what happens. Um, not going to guarantee it. I want, I, I'm going to try to make JCCS a thing again this year. That I would definitely like to try. Yeah. Um, but I think as far as looking forward to stuff, uh, any rally that, They'll be able to get spaghetti, too. Yep. I'm looking forward to. Yep, that'll be awesome. So Spaghetti, obviously, being Jordan and Liz, or Liz and Jordans. Um, Volkswagen rally car, we've talked yes. about it a few times. So Quite we, a few times. Yeah. <laughs> so whatever rallies that gets to, that'll be fun. So we're looking forward to that. Yeah. I mean, honestly, I'm just looking forward to spring and to doing things with cars. I'm looking forward to the simple stuff, like the first cars and coffee. I'm looking forward to... Um, I don't know, everything. I mean, there's nothing I'm not looking forward to in the world of cars this year. There's been... No. Nope. I just feel like every winter is just too long. And some say that the winters make the spring sweeter, but I just wish I could do car stuff all the time. No, we're getting there. Yeah. Um All right. Dark fact. Uh, any plans for a rally come spring or summer? So I think he's talking about what we talked about the other weekend. Yeah. We're looking for roads. We're doing a like Their road rally, we're, not, yeah. a, not a performance rally. No like a touring, no, just rally. A touring rally. Uh, yeah, we're definitely looking into it, trying to figure out roads. Uh, yeah. A couple of people offered up their advice yes. for roads that yeah. are much farther north, so we're looking into that because it's really going to be out farther north. Yeah. Um, there needs to be something here on the East Coast for people. Again, this is obviously inspired by the coastal range rally that happened two weeks ago. And then We were following all the coverage of it. It's like, you know what? We should put something together on the East Coast, get some people together, and do something inspired by but not copied from, basically. No, I mean, people have done road rallies before, but the thing with ha- allowing cars from the 80s, 90s, cars, yeah. that was, that's something that's new. Yeah, just people it, that are in our wheelhouse, people that yeah. are like the same stuff we like. Yeah, and that's uh, as we get older, our generation, now we're starting to run things, so we're doing stuff our yeah. way. <laughs> so, um, we got old mans. Yeah. Uh, all right, Mr. Glonkeye. Uh, what vehicles do you hate? Like you just want to burn them when you see them? He says his are Nissan Cube, Juke, last gen Quest, mid nineties and early two thousand Sunfires. Those are fair. I'm I'm with you on the nineties and two thousand Sunfires. Yep, right there. I mean, maybe some Midwestern people into G bodies, yeah, Or J bodies, J bodies, <laughs> but they don't listen to this podcast. Uh, <laughs> Nobody who's into Cavaliers <laughs> listens to this podcast, and if they are, I'm sorry, I make fun of you in good in good in good faith. Hey. I, I, we drive Mitsubishis, so we get made fun of all the time. Yeah, I drive some pretty crappy cars. Yeah. Um, I'm not with you on the Cube and the Juke. I mean, I like them because they're so different. I like a Cube. I don't like a Juke. Eh. Um, I'm, I'm kind of indifferent to them. I don't hate them as much as other vehicles because they look so different and ridiculous. Mm. I, I, I don't mind seeing them because of that. It's clearly a very ugly vehicle, but it's so ugly that it's kind of endearing to me. I kind of like a Cube. I like Cubes. Yeah. It's a good, a good you know, utilitarian vehicle. I'm at um, third-generation Altimas are my most hated car. Oh, that's you still not for from me because that's my most hated car. It's a terrible car. 02 to 06. And I don't think anybody that listens to the podcast drives one. Probably not. Because the people that drive them are not... I don't know. They're just like we've said it before. They're yeah. shady folks. They're garbage people. Yeah, they're garbage. People. They're garbage cars. Garbage people. We, we don't we don't talk down to anybody. We we respect all kinds, except for early two thousands. Nissan. Algebra I cars. mean, I was stuck behind them the other day because it was kind of snowing out and crummy, and they're just driving really crap. Well, I have a very and they've got like a million pounds of snow on the roof of the car. I like, have a very shady history with them myself. As I've been smashed into by them three different times on three different occasions. Yep. One tried to kill us at the Grand Canyon that we talked about. Yeah, yeah, that was a rental car. Um, that was just yep. a shitty car. Um, but yeah, no, I've been smashed into by them too many times. I worked on one. It was terrible. Um, they're always like, I've almost been hit by one on the highway because they're like swerving through traffic. Because the V6 ones are stupidly fast. Yeah, the people think they're race cars. They're well, they are really fast. Yeah. Like annoyingly they fast. Are, yeah. They're 250 horsepower in a, yeah. in a crappy front wheel drive chassis that doesn't yeah. handle at all. A lot of them get wrecked. And then the four-cylinder ones are absolute dogs. Yeah. It's <laughs> like no completely. two... Yeah. <laughs> it's like they'll just roast the front tires in a V6 one, and then a four-cylinder will not get out of its own way. But as far as cars that I just want to burn every time I see them, uh, Pontiac Grand Prix and Grand Dams are high on the list. Um. I know it's popular to hate on them, but I also hate that stupid Nissan Murano cross cab. That is terrible. And I wish they would all burn. And I saw one driving the other day and the woman glared at me because I made a right on red and she was like looking at me like I was in she was the judging wrong. you. Yeah. She was judging you. And that's what I that's what I said. I was like, <laughs> You're, you're driving, driving a cross cab <laughs> and I I made it a decree as I was looking at her jeering at me that if you drive a cross cab, you're probably a bad person. I don't know if you're a bad person. No, you're a bad person. You have bad taste. No, you're, very, very bad taste. But no, you're a person who spent $40,000 on a Murano convertible. Yeah. That makes you a dumb person, at least. Yeah, because you're you're missing a whole roof. Yeah. The whole part that made it sort of a useful vehicle, you took away. I don't know if the roof made it useful or not. I don't know what made it useful. Because it as we talked about earlier, it was a crossover of... You could put things in it. I guess. <laughs> and now it's just a... Now it's just a... a more expensive Chrysler Sebring. Ill-handling... Terrible-looking vehicle. It's for the Altima buyer, with slightly more, with slightly deeper pockets. It's basically who bought those. I only personally know one person that bought one, and I dislike that person tremendously. And I don't dislike many people, so <laughs> that doesn't help either, I guess. But no. yeah, there there are many cars that I just want to burn when I see them. But those are, those are for, oh, um, what's the Mercedes, the front drive sedan, CLS. I don't know. Yeah, they're useless cars, too. They're basically Mercedes Ultimas. It's like an X1 BMW. Yeah, whatever. It's just a Mini with a BMW body. I don't hate the X1. Like at least the Mini looks charming because it's like a Mini. Yeah, but the X1 is just a car. It doesn't offend me. But that little Mercedes sedan offends me because it's a it's a Mercedes Ultima, essentially. It's a terrible-looking car. It's a terribly built car. And it's a front-wheel drive-based Mercedes. Mm-hmm. So get rid of it. Burn them all. All right. Moving on from now, all now this. Now that we're angry. Yeah, moving on from all the hate. <laughs> Thanks, Mister Galant Guy, for making us angry. <laughs> uh, going nowhere. Going nowhere slow. Oh 70. wait, can I? Can I? Can I answer one more question, sure. Mister Galant Guy? Uh, last gen Mitsubishi Galants. <laughs> I would like to burn all of them too. does he have one? I don't know, but he made me angry, so oh. it's his own fault. <laughs> but right. no, those guys are terrible, and they're made by Ultima. They were bought by Ultima buyers that couldn't finance through Ultima. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they're pretty no, terrible. You're right. <laughs> Yeah, no the gen the gen Galant before it's not as not nearly as bad. No, that last gen Galant it was an ugly car and it was again, just... again the three eight V six ones crazy fast. Yeah, terrible chassis. Yeah. Anyway, but nobody bought those anyway because they were stupid expensive. They were yeah. The four cylinder ones because they were stupid cheap. Yep. Uh, he may ha- I don't think he has that kind of a Galant. I think he only has he has a VR four, and he has uh, the gen after it. All right. Yeah. Regardless, if I offended him, I apologize. (laughs) But he sent me down the path, and he made me angry, and I couldn't be stopped. All right. Um, Going Nowhere Slow, 70. Uh, So he's asking about Rally Sims. Uh, I've only played Dirt Rally. So he says, is Dirt Rally the best out there? If not, what do you recommend? By proxy, I'm just going to say yes, because I've also only played Dirt Rally. Yeah, and I played it once, uh, and I was really terrible at it. But it felt realistic, because I played it with a wheel and pedals. Yeah. Uh, it was super fun. I don't know of any other Rally Sims. Well, isn't there a Rally uh, in iRacing or something like that? Probably, but we only have consoles. yeah. So we can only play what's available on consoles. I am just I yeah. just don't get into PC gaming. I don't have the time. I don't have the interest in it. Unfortunately, I like... Or the, the money to spend on a PC capable like of playing the, the game. I like the ease of just throwing in a. I Actually, don't even really throw in the disc anymore. I mean, you you, you, say, it's, you it. say it's ease, but I remember your frustration when you first got it, not being able to get the game to play properly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I figured it out now. Uh, yeah, of course, so, except sorry, when there's a, a download. Yeah, sorry. We don't have a better answer for that. Yeah. But I mean, honestly, uh, Sega Rally is still the best Rally Sim to me. Yeah. So, Oh, <laughs> uh, how about PlayStation Rally Cross? <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, there you go. Mm-hmm. go. Going way back. Yep. Obviously, it's not nearly a Sim, but it's that's where our experience is ex- games Actually, was it Colin McRae Rally 3 for, for X- Xbox 360? Regular Xbox? No, Xbox 360, I think, wasn't it? I don't think it was three. I think it was the first one. What was it? it was pretty good. That was a good one, too. Um, all right. He, uh, his second question uh, is going nowhere slow. Crush race daily. So, flatty Jeep, you're all with sidecar, Manx. Is it supposed to be Is a flatty Jeep? Is that a thing? Uh, yeah, it's like a CJ3. Okay. Like, you know, like, a mili- like an early military Jeep, flat fender Jeep. Like a pre-55? Whoa. Pre-57? I don't know the exact year. It's early, though. Ooh, all right. Uh, obviously, a, uh, Ural with a sidecar is that two-wheel drive motorcycle yep. thing. Yep. And a Manx would be a Myers Manx. Myers Manx. Yeah. Ooh. Ooh. Uh, let's see. That's a tough one. Uh, easy, to well, easy question. Uh Which I Put you like me to go first? No, I'd, I'd race the Manx. Okay. I'd daily the Jeep. Yep. And I guess I'd crush the Ural. That's all the way to go. We're yeah. not a motorcycle podcast. Get rid of the motorcycle. <laughs> I do have motorcycles, but we're not a motorcycle podcast. And if, I'm, and if I was going to daily a vehicle, it wouldn't be a weird Russian, I assume Russian? Yeah. Or, it's Russian. Or, or Eastern European? No, it's Russian. Motorcycle? Um, It'd probably run better than most of your vehicles. I mean, that's not saying much. <laughs> <laughs> At the moment. <laughs> this is the year, though, Andrew, as we've discussed many a time. Uh, but yeah, I have the exact same answer, not to be, you know... Boring, but I would daily, I would, well, I could go back and forth with dailying the A Jeep or racing the A Jeep. Yeah. It would have to be obviously like an off-road course kind of racing. Yeah. But, um, cause a Max could be a cool daily too. Yeah. I do agree with Tracker Gade's, uh, answer or his reply was all of these are punishments. I then... just I disagree <laughs> tremendously. I would totally drive a Myers-Max. They're pretty cool. They're really neat. Yeah. Uh, they can be made to handle really well too, or done up for off road. So I'm down with I'm down with that. A lot. Yeah. Yeah, pretty neat. All right, we, can I can I can I uh offend another listener here? Alright, go for it. Well Tracker Gate hey, go for it. Tracker Gade drives a vehicle that some people might consider to be a punishment. It's true. So I mean I don't hate them, but a lot of people don't like them. So yeah. I don't know what it's called. Is it a Patriot? No, that's no, a renegade. Renegade. There you go. Deep renegade. So, I'm uh, not to offend him, but it's, tra- kind of a it's, it's trail rated. That's true. <laughs> I did see that episode of uh, what? What show is that? They did that. Somebody did when they really took it out. That was Drive. That oh, was it Drive. Yeah. No. Anyway, actually, it's, it's a good looking. It's a cool looking little vehicle. I do. I do like them. I just you know. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I I I thought it'd be a, a funnier joke to go angry and keep going with him, but my anger subsided when I got mad at the gallant. I guess so. Yeah. <laughs> uh Mike's Martineau. Uh Winter beaters. What clapped out Rusty it's probably, probably not Mike's Martineau, it's probably Mike Samartano. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> it's not possessive. Mike's no, Martineau. No, <laughs> Winter beaters. What clapped out rusty uh Rusty Crab Can was your favorite? That's easy. What had a long tradition... We we, we had a long tradition of Rusty Volvos and Sobs up here in Maine. We kind of answered this already with the question from Facebook. Uh, my Starion has been my favorite winter beater of all time. Okay. Oh, well, Probably. I was going to say uh, the Mirage is my favorite. Yeah, it was a very close second, but the Starion being rear-wheel drive took the, takes the victory. All right. Well, I'm going with Mirage. It was fun. Both of them are good. Uh, and yes, I believe... All the people that had Bulbas and Sobs because they all rusted into the ground mm-hmm. now have rusted out Subarus. So probably it's literally the same person. Probably like Mike. If you're interested, I have a SOb for sale, so you can keep going with your. Uh... Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, all right, next question, Andy McDonough. Here's sure not andy M- Yeah, McDonough? and why <laughs> M- <laughs> McDonough? <laughs> so and and why McDonough actually was with us um, during the rally sprint and helped crew. Yes, uh, he asks, "What can you tell us about our Lord and Savior, the LS small block?" Uh, that question should be answered again. when We have Jeremy back on as a guest, as Jeremy has LS swapped everything he's owned, except for the Gallant. Well, except for the Galant yeah. and the two vehicles he currently owns, he has LS swapped, and the uh, he has three LS powered. Truck. He currently has three LS powered vehicles. He has his pickup truck and his two muscle cars, so he's the answer for that. Um. I can't tell us anything about it. I don't know anything about it. I've never owned an LS car. You, you haven't either, obviously. No. I mean, they're, they're ubiquitous. They're good. They're cheap Cheap speed. It, it was a redesign of the old-school small old block. Small block. Small 1955 block. 1955 on. I mean, they were basically... Yeah, they are basically the same from 55 to 97. When they uh, came out with yes. the LS in the... It debuted in the C5. The Corvette first and the Camaro. And right then the next it trickled year. down everything else. Ended up in the... Uh, pickup trucks mm-hmm. as an iron block version, uh, but it's a pretty darn solid engine, and there's millions of them, mm-hmm. so that's why everybody uses them. Yeah, cheap, um, cheap speed. Yeah, well, they're relatively cheap. It's a fairly compact package. It can be put in a lot of things. Makes good power. Yeah. Little stress. And it's reliable. It's reliable. I, I don't mind it. I don't care if you LS swap something. It doesn't upset no, me. No, it doesn't upset me either. It just... Like it's the whole internet thing we've talked about before. There's a million of them on the internet. Doesn't mean you see a million of them every day in real life. No, you actually don't see it around here. You don't see it terribly often. Well, there's, there's quite a few of them if you go to like the cruise night on Wednesday yeah. night. and a lot it's of not swap cars. And it probably depends on where you live. Like here, it's pretty easy to swap them and still meet emissions. It's not a big deal, especially if a car is 15 years old. So, well, here the car has to pass emissions for the year it was made. So if you have a car, not anymore. Made, well, it's newer than 15 years old. Yeah. So if you have a BMW that's 12 years old and you want to put an LS motor in it, the LS motor is probably about the same era, and it will pass the same emission standards that the BMW is supposed to. Yeah. So not a big deal. Yeah. I mean, I still want one in a Volvo, but Actually, maybe. I would like to put one in a Renegade just to make up for making Flaunch Bagger Okay. <laughs> All right. Um, Stunt Nuts 4130. Driving home from work yesterday in the blizzard. Not only did I see a million cars without their lights on, mm-hmm. but I did actually see a car with its windshield wipers up in the surface position while driving. What's with people? I don't know. People are just dumb. They, there was people with two feet of snow in their car this morning still. Yep. I don't know how many times it's said on the news, it's said on social media, like, Clear don't the do the snow it. it's off illegal. your car, Don't be a jerk. Yeah. You're going to ruin somebody's car or potentially even kill someone if snow flies off your car and breaks a windshield. Um, People are just not able to function in real life anymore. Is basically what I've established. I think people are just ignorant of yeah, that's the world yeah, around. They're them. Ignorant. They're, they don't they're not able to function without ruining everything for everybody. So I don't know. Just pay attention to what is going on around you yeah. and be nice to each other. Is is my life lesson there? Yeah, be nice. Yeah, be be, be righteous to one another. <laughs> yeah. Um. All right. T.M. Mason 10 asks, do you guys play Forza with a controller or a wheel? We both play with a controller. Yeah. I don't have any space for a wheel. Or the budget to spend on a wheel. A nice wheel, because yeah. I'd want a nice one. Uh, I know our, our friend Jordan plays with a wheel, mm-hmm. and it's hilarious because you can just hear it over the microphone. You yeah, the, 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 the pedal smashing. <laughs> um, and he, he routinely beats us, which... There's something to it. It's probably faster. Might be the wheel, or it might be driver skill, or it might be just that I'm that bad at video games. That all potential answers. Yes. Uh, Incorporated X. Josh says, "I'm catching up on the last few episodes, so forgive me. It's been talked about. What is your guys' thoughts on the new Mitsubishi Motors CEO, Jeff Diaz? Um, think him being a hardcore trucker? I'll bring back the Montero? Well, obviously, we already answered that question because somebody asked us to talk about Josh's post about that somewhere else, <laughs> and it's Josh now asking us on our Instagram page about the same question. So I hope we C answered your question. Answer earlier, Josh? above. Yes." <laughs> But I hope you were paying attention when I said I might need some help finding a car in Arizona in May. <laughs> yeah. All right. We'll skip that one. Yeah, exactly. Uh, dark fact. Question number two. Have either of you ever tried sim racing in VR using the full seat, wheel, and shifter, and three-pedal setup? I have a PS4 Pro and a VR racing setup. Dirt Rally and Drive Club VR is outstanding. I bet it's amazing. It probably is amazing. I'm wondering, my question would be, if the if you're using VR and you're sitting with all the wheels and stuff, but you don't have a moving seat, do you get motion sickness? Because your vision is telling you that you're moving, but but your inner ear is not actually moving. So I'm curious if that would make you motion sick. I don't get motion sickness, but... I don't. Know, maybe I would with that. No, I don't know. I've never, I've never played it. That setup. That setup sounds amazing. It does sound amazing. So it must be. Remember the, the the other night we were playing, and I said it would be neat. Like there's no peripheral. Yeah, and it's hard to, to tell when somebody's. Screens, you can see what's left and right of the car. Yeah, and like at least I play with headphones, so I can hear when somebody's passing me yeah. on what side, because it's in stereo. Obviously, that's how it works. Um, but yeah, that sounds pretty cool, and uh, hopefully that trickles down and it gets. That tech gets even cheaper someday because uh, it's it's definitely a toy thing and um, I've got so many other things going on that it's probably like really low on the list of things to purchase. Unfortunately, so well, especially at the prices that it would cost now to set everything up. Yeah, that, that's you know dark fact. Sounds like he's got quite a quite a nice setup there but yeah it sounds out of my price range yeah if just the steering wheel is out of my price range i'm sure the rest of that setup would not uh, i'm sure if we find ourselves nearby where he lives maybe he'll let us try it out sometime. yeah i'd love to try it out all right uh shy ballistic uh looks like he's from philadelphia but we won't hold it against him <laughs> uh what are your thoughts on the 25 year rule importing cars growing market uh we've, we've covered this before it's definitely yep. a growing 100% market 100 percent a growing no market. question um Will it become saturated? That's well, haven't seen that yet. I don't think so. It's the, the problem becomes the cars that are popular will be hard to get and expensive. See, like the GTRs, the WRXs, uh, even the weird things like the um, Nissan POW. Yep, and all those cars have gone from. Able to be imported for less than 10 grand. Not Now they're 15, 20, 25, 30 grand or something. Yep. So that's just supply and demand. There's enough of people that are now aware of it that the market has dictated they can charge more for it because they have a larger buying audience. Um, weird stuff will always fly under the radar. Mm-hmm. Just like any offbeat stuff will always fly under the radar. Well, so if you want a weird right hand drive car, you can still get one cheap. It's just not going to be. A GTR. Well, we talked about it when we went to the last cars and coffee at Lars Anderson about the number of right-hand drive vehicles that yeah, showed up. Probably five percent of the cars there were imported cars. Mm-hmm. Where in the past it would have been zero. It would have been one. like amazing to see yeah. an R32 GTR show up, and now you're like, meh. I've yeah. seen an- one. Another one? Yeah. Man, this is so pedestrian. And we're pissing <laughs> up all our listeners today now because we know we have at least two listeners who have our R32s. Hey, I'm just saying. <laughs> It's a pretty cool car, though. I definitely take. Oh, a it's a great car. I love to drive one. I <laughs> yeah. I'd, I'd love to own one. It'd be a great car to own. Yeah. just I I couldn't foresee myself spending the money that they go for now. It would still be special if I owned it. 100 percent. It's just when I see it's, one, it's even special when you don't own it. You see it, and you're like, oh, cool, a GTR. I'm like, oh, my god, it's a nice. No sport, and you'd I, be like, oh my god, a GTR. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not like whatever, moving on. But no, I do like them so. Um, uh, Instagram page is amazing, by the way. Yes. It's just cars and cats. Yep. alternating back and forth. It's car, cat, car, cat, car, cat. It's pretty much, it's pretty perfect. So this next question is, is all you. Um, you can, you get it pulled up. I have to go back to it. Hold on. I'll read it. Oh, go back to Tracker Gate again. Yeah. Excellent. Brad, did you wave at my house as you passed by? Like I specifically demanded you to? I did a hundred percent from the New Jersey Turnpike. Nice. Took took care of that. Not an issue at all. Um, I saw his yellow renegade from the highway, so I knew I was there, and I waved. (laughs) I would like to have a word with him, though, if he could talk about, um, bring it up with his local senator about changing the toll rates on the Jersey Turnpike for towing a trailer. Yeah. Uh, Because it costs, do you know what it costs to go on the Jersey Turnpike? No, I don't. From tip to tip tip in a car. (laughs) Just the tip. The whole thing. (laughs) Tip to stern, whatever you want to call it. Top to bottom. I can't make it sound any better. than to south. Yes, yeah, north to south. To go the entire length of the Jersey Turnpike in a two-axle car trailer, do you know what the charge is? Uh, uh, $40. dollars forty two fifty. dollars Yeah. And then you cross into... Oh, GW Bridge is what? $15, no, 18 18 or something like that. But then you cross into Delaware, and they immediately hit you with another $7. Did you go over the Chesapeake Bay and Bridge? They, no. That's further down. I got off of 95 before then. That'd be way too expensive, probably. Probably. Uh, but I was going inland anyway. And then they charge you another $8. And then you get to Maryland. And it's so you pay almost $100 in tolls between those three states. Man, I feel like we give away the highways up here. I'm glad we do, because that costs way too much money. Mm. So I made sure when I went the other way, I did not go on the New Jersey Turnpike. But um, Yes, obviously I waved, and I said hello, and I heard him yell back. Through the road noise and everything, mm-hmm. but his next question says, "Also, in your opinion, what is the most Malaise era car color besides brown?" Ooh, it would be green. Green, yeah, and any every tone of green that there was. Like, did you want a green car, you better really like green because it's going to come with a different color green vinyl top, and, and it's going to have interior. a different color green interior. So it's going to be three different greens on one car. Yeah, because I don't think you really buy. It's hard to buy a green car now. No, green cars have made a huge comeback in the past couple of years. I've noticed that in the body shop world, we've a lot more green than we ever have in the past. Hmm. Um, but they're nicer greens, so they don't stand out as much. What is the best green right now? Toyota. It's like a Camry green, isn't it? You told me this before. Yeah, it's got a heavy gold metal flake in it, and it's beautiful. Cool. Um, but no, I I, I I like green cars, depending on the green, depending on the car. My Camaro was green. It's a nice dark green. Yeah, it's good green. Is that a solid or metallic? It's a solid green. Uh, no, I lied. It's a metallic green. Hmm. Um, it's just so old that it doesn't look metallic anymore. Hmm. Um, metal flake fell off. I will say that one of my dream... Yes. <laughs> it's lightweight now. <laughs> I will say that one of my dream cars is an odd vehicle, but it's because my grandfather owned this particular car. Mm-hmm. Is a 78 or a 77 uh, Plymouth Volari station wagon. In pea green with a pea green vinyl interior, and a nine six. Mm. It's not a great car. That is Malaise. It's, yeah, it's not a great car, but that was that. That's the car that I most identify my grandfather as having because he had it through a large portion of my childhood. Uh, before he traded it, very. I feel like it. orange was a Malaise a color liberty. too. Oh, definitely. Like, your, actually, your grandfather had an orange Volvo wagon, right? No, my mom did. Your mom did. Some, some of your family did. Yeah. But now the only thing that brought back orange is like cross <laughs> They're everywhere, and it's funny because I saw one today, and I was. Realizing how close that orange was to like the old Datsun Z orange, mm-hmm. so it actually is a very nice orange. Yep. But yeah, no orange, orange, green, and brown are probably the well in, in the other order: brown, green, orange. That's probably the Malays' common colors, or orange with brown accents. <laughs> that would have been a big thing too. Yep, like orange with two tone brown stripes, throwing a little gold flake stripes. Actually, any of the three colors in the Auto Off Topic logo are very malaise. It's true. It's a malaise podcast. <laughs> yes, it really is. <laughs> All right. Uh, Moose0130. I'm most interested in stage rally racing and maintenance repair. Those things seem to go together. That's quite true. Uh, any advice for chasing down OBD error code gremlins? That seems like an unrelated question. Car runs great, but inspection sticker time is going to be a headache. This sounds like a question for you. Uh,
1: any advice for ch-
0: checking those error codes on your Subaru still doesn't have a sticker? Well, hopefully the car... Is older than 15 years old because it looks like in his profile picture it's a GC. Okay. So, oh, well, that also would require that he lived in Massachusetts. Massachusetts, yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm not sure if New Hampshire has a cutoff, but, uh, or if any other states in New England have a cutoff, but ideally, if you live in Mass, they'll just plug it in or they won't plug it in because they'll be 15 years old and you don't have to worry about it. Um, otherwise, if it's OBD2, we've been uh, trying out the scan gauges. Uh, they work pretty well for finding OBD2 codes, like, quickly and while you're driving. So, um, basically, what I do is... I think he's in Vermont, actually. If you find... I feel like Vermont's probably even easier. Yeah, probably. Except for, like, rust stuff. But um, if you find the code, search it on the Internet, see what people are doing for repairs, usually. That's a good way to track it down. Yeah, like um, your Subaru has the, the code on it that you think is going to be the filler neck. Yeah. And you didn't want to replace the filler neck, and you replaced everything else related to the filler neck. But no, it all goes, not really. I replaced a solenoid. It all goes back to what everybody on the internet said in the first place. probably the filler neck. It's so. probably the filler neck. Um, but, yeah, it's just that's really what it takes. Research, I guess, and then hoping the check engine light stays off for inspection. And it sets readiness. Right all right. Uh, go Fredo, Fredo 50. If you could change all cars that are currently one particular color to another color of your choice, for example, all silver cars are now Laguna Seca blue. Which would you choose and why? Hmm. I'm confused. Let me hear the question again. Okay. So every car you see that's silver is now Laguna Seca blue. Oh, so a color that you don't like. Like, who do you think a blue is a good color to change everything into? That's a good color. Oh, there's a lot of silver cars. Yeah. Does I think silver that beige count as, is my problem. Does silver count as dark gray metallic, too? Or mm. We're just saying bright silver. Well, he's saying that's an example of silver. I would change all beige colored cars. So beige gold colors? I would change them to something else. What would you change them to? Uh, I don't know. I was going to be mean and say that everybody who bought a beige car should have their car painted something even more ridiculous because they bought a beige car. Because they bought a car to blend in. They should have a car that stands out in, like, bright pink or something. Oh. But then I remembered that i drive a beige pickup truck, and I would have to drive a bright pink pickup truck. What if truck it was if just, um, if you just converted? Because beige is kind of a meh. Yeah. Literally meh. Exactly. Um, and I own two beige cars. The talent is beige. It, yeah. <laughs> so what if we just swapped them out? All right, I'll take everything beige. And make it a metallic brown. Yeah. I'm going to go darker brown. Yeah, we're going to go malaise brown on it. Yep, I like it. Like the color of my Colt, my set my eighty Colt. That All dark right. brown with the gold the, flake in it. Fair 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 choice. Yep. The Montero would look good in that, and so would the talent. Everything looks good in Metallic Brown. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't matter. Be a good swap out for beige. Yep. Is, are you doing the same thing? That was that was that was my idea. You just took it. What do you mean am I doing the same thing? That was I, I that was my idea and you went along with it. I don't know what you're talking about. So yes, that is definitely what I'm gonna do. <laughs> you can agree with me, that's fine, but don't take my idea and tell me I need to make another one. Jerk. Uh, This is my idea now. You can't have it. (laughs) B.S., that's what I would change. I like metallic brown cars. There aren't that many of them out there. There's too many beige cars. Turn them all metallic brown. All right. And Andrew will do the same because he doesn't have a brain of his own, apparently. Nope. I'm driving two beige cars, so clearly I don't. (laughs) (laughs) Yeti Overland. If you were given an EcoBoost 1.63 cylinder, which of your project cars would you put it in? What non-project car would you put it in? Also, if you start using the X gauge codes in your scan gauge, what are those? I haven't. Those that are yet. those extra. Uh, you can look up vehicle specific uh, scanning parameters. Okay. And enter them and basically make custom gauges for it. Oh, okay. So it's got the set gauges that are yeah. in every O.D. Yep. So you can add extra ones. I haven't. I just haven't gotten to it. I got to look into it. That'll it'll be a Seems thing. really cool. Yeah. So it'll be a springtime thing. We'll go a little more. We'll delve a little deeper into those scan gauges and uh, do a full-on review on them. 1.6 liter So if three I had a 1.6 liter three-cylinder just given to me, mm-hmm. I'd probably put it in the in the aforementioned brown 1980 front-wheel drive Colt. That'd be good. Yeah, it's a perfect car for it. Um, car that I don't own, I would be buying a first-gen Fiesta. All right. That's 100% what it would be, like a 78, 77 Fiesta. This is a hard choice because I already have... Three turbocharged cars. Your cars are all too big to put this motor in. That's the problem. You need to buy one of my Colts. <laughs> all right. Let's say I borrow the blue Colt. I'd put it in there. Real drive, three cylinder turbo. Mm-hmm. Okay. They sound pretty cool, do they? The rally car ones I've heard. Yeah. All right. I mean, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not against it. It'd be an interesting option. It'd Be different. I mean, I have that other '78 Colt that we could do something funny with. Mm-hmm. So maybe we could do that with it. It's a non-project car. What would I put it in? Um, I already stole the best answer. What the Fiesta? Yeah, because that's what's in you know our Festiva Fiesta Festi- Festiva. That's what I meant to say Festiva, not Fiesta. I don't like that they had a Fiesta and a Festiva. It made life very confusing. Yeah, the only one you don't confuse things with is the Aspire because it's, that was a terrible car. Mm-hmm. But the Fiesta and the Festiva were both cool. But the Festiva is the one that came out in the 70s. Put it in a Ford Probe. Keep it in the family. Okay. Two-door Sport Coupe. There's a problem with that, though. Why? They didn't to drive a Ford Probe. Yeah. Are we talking a first-gen Probe or 2nd 1st gen's pretty cool. All right. I'll go with that. I'll, I'll live with that. Mm-hmm. Oh, SVO Mustang would be kind of cool one. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah, that keeps it in the family. Or XI-40i. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh. All right. All right. I'm done with that. Okay, good. Rear-wheel drive. Probably a lighter. So, you're turbo. saying that you like my idea again? You're taking that again? Is that on here? Yeah. All right. That was my idea. Uh huh. You want to paint it brown too? Yep. Right. Mud Raider says, What do you think of the 6G75 swaps going on in the Montero world? Is it exciting news for folks with anemic 6G72 engines? So, the 6G75 is the 3.5, 3.8 3. 8 liter Myvec motor out of the later model Mitsubishi's. I think the 6G75 is both. Non myvec and MyVec. Okay. So the third gen Montero 38, which I, I don't casually looking for a wrecked one to steal a 38 out of. I uh, I don't have a good answer for this because this goes beyond my scope of paying attention to Mitsubishi World stuff. Because it's kind of newer than something I'd be involved if with. You could swap a 38 into a Colt. I would in a second. Actually, um, there's one being done right now, into a Sapporo Challenger. I mean, it's in a Vermont. It's a 250 horsepower engine stock. Yeah, in that small of a car, be um, fast, Charlie. Who, Probably Ultima fast. Char- <laughs> Charlie, who goes by Old Colt on the internet, yeah, um, has a 82 or an 83 Dodge Challenger, which is the same as my Sapporo, mm-hmm. and he's got an RX-8 six-speed. um bolted to a 3.8 myvec Mm -hmm. in that car Mm -hmm. so that car will probably be on board quite fun when it's done sounds good yeah uh yeah no i mean i'm casually looking for one if i find a wrecked third gen with a decent engine that i can just make sure it's in good shape but at the moment your truck runs fine so you're fine with it yeah Yeah. but eventually yes i will swap one in because it it's a bolt-in affair the non-myvec one is bolt-in right yeah I mean the myvec one you can make work. It's just I'm not interested in having a fast like a super fast montero just something that I just is, want one that runs and has slightly more power and it'll be fine so I like but, it uh, all right so that's uh that wraps up questions. We don't want to get too long here no it'll be over an hour probably and uh I'll be sure to not cut off the end of this episode. I could we went five minutes long. I think over the hour, right? Yeah. So it'll be two files and I'll try not to, I'll try not to cut it off. Stop whispering. Well, those are, that's the behind the scenes stuff. Oh, okay. They can't hear it. No. <laughs> uh, of course, if you like listening to us, you can follow our page on off topic podcast on Facebook, Follow us on Instagram. Clearly all the nice people that ask questions, follow us on Instagram and Facebook. Apologies for all of those I made fun of and angered and ticked off today. I I, I, I do uh, love you all. All complaints at tsiss three yes. hundred and fifty on Instagram. I, I do love you all, especially uh, Tracker Gade. You can send comments and questions to at auto topic. No, it's just auto topic at, at gmail. gmail.com. Uh, you can follow me on Instagram at race and anger. Uh, what what else we have going on? Oh, we're trying to do the. A couple of people friended me on Xbox Live for Forza Lap Challenges, so we'll keep that going. Oh yeah, we didn't make the post about it, so a lot of people. Probably I think it was your it. job. Most things that are my job get overlooked. <laughs> Just not gonna lie, I'm not very good at my jobs. Uh, except your actual job, probably. I mean, that's not that's not for me to say. <laughs> I could be. I haven't uh, been fired, so I guess I'm okay at it. Uh, so, thanks for listening. Uh, we appreciate all the questions. Hopefully, this was a decent podcast this week. I think it was pretty good. It was pretty good. It was fun. Um, I'm not sure about this beer. Except we lost two listeners. (laughs) But I'll keep drinking it. (laughs) Um, Anyway, as always, keep cars analog and aim for the roses.